Okay, Google, play the Sideline Hustle podcast. Sure, the Sideline Hustle football podcast. Here's where you left off. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Drew Lieberman. I'm slow packing. <laughs> Our days here numbered. Even the way we've come up in the world, think about it. We've created the website ourselves. We've made this podcast ourselves. Like everything's been done just by us hustling. And you are now listening to the Sideline Hustle Podcast. We talk about doing this show. Yeah, we, we laugh and we joke and we complain about how hard we work. But if we didn't love to coach, we wouldn't be doing it. I want the good guys in. Get them out of there. I want the good guys in. To me, I think we're broadcasting the day-to-day life of what college football is. From the sidelines, we gotta hustle cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. What up, what up? This is Coach Leaves, and welcome to episode 34 of Coach Talk. Uh, we got a special guest on the podcast today. Uh, familiar face for all the Sideline Hustle fans and uh, someone who is very relevant to the action this week. Uh, Paramus Catholic Offensive Coordinator. Former Rutgers quarterback and, you know, one of my good friends, Gary Nova. What up, G? What's going on? What's going on? It's good to be back on. Yeah, man. We've we've obviously done this before. We've been on the podcast uh, together quite a few times, but we figured this was a uh, really appropriate week to bring him back considering we're playing Paramus Catholic. uh, Last regular season game of the year. Uh, PC is 2-6. We're 4-4. And and we just wanted to kind of come on and and summarize our experiences, both being first-time coaches in this league and just you know, just just try to provide some insight and and share some good stories. Um, so let's start with you, G. I guess give me the uh, give me your your summary of the season, your thoughts just in general of how it's gone and and what the biggest adjustments have been. I mean, obviously the season hasn't gone, you know, as we as we hope. We're two we two and six right now, but we're a young team. We got a lot of talent, and uh, we're fortunate to be in this league that everybody makes the playoffs. So um, you know, we're hoping to, to to play a good game this Friday night and hopefully carry some momentum into the first round and then, you know, whatever happens, happens. And, um, you know, it's just been really exciting for me to be coaching my first year. And um, that's it, man. I, I really love coaching. I love the kids. The kids give great effort every day. And um, that's pretty much it, man. What's been, what's been the biggest adjustment thus far? The biggest adjustment is definitely just, you know, the kids aren't going to have that same energy and desire that you have. Mm. So it's kind of just... You know, kind of putting that aside and, and breaking everything down from the beginning and not expecting them to approach everything how you would. So, you know, I get frustrated sometimes when I'll explain something to, you know, a quarterback to the quarterback or to a receiver. And, you know, they don't they don't have that mindset that I would have had going into it. You know, they approach it differently with not enough urgency or, you know, they just don't get, you know, you got to read the same linebacker. You know, they're still looking at receivers and. You know, they're running their route. We tell them to get to 12. They're running it at 7. And it doesn't bother them that they got to 7, mm. you know? So things mm-hmm. like that, that, you know, you just got to be like, all right, it's, it's not you out there. It's another kid. You got to explain it in a different way or, you know, make get more reps at it so they so it could get across to them, you know, even better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think I'd say similarly, like, people who listen to the podcast, as you guys know, it's been, you know, an up and down season for us at Bosco. I think that we've had... Success. I think we feel good about where we're at. Um, you know, we've lost two close games to Bergen and and Peters that we wish we could get back. But you know, otherwise, I think it's gone pretty much as we expected. Um, I think for me personally, the hardest adjustment has been just coaching high school kids. I've I've only ever been a college coach, 
and just dealing with the 16-year-old emotions, dealing with the different distractions that college kids have from the pressures of getting recruited to the pressures of, you know, seeing some girl on a Friday night that I'm sure is in their head. Like, just little things that, like, high school kids aren't as professional. And even at a place like Bosco or Paramus Catholic where they're only there, every football player is there to play football, to play Mm -hmm. college football. So they are more focused than, like, a public school kid, which you would know. You coached public school football last year. But it's not the same as as being in high school where, the, where you know, you're coaching close to grown men in college. Uh, in high school, you're coaching boys, and, and you got to kind of do more, uh, get, provide more emotional support and provide just just more of, like, the everyday love to just to get them going. <laughs> it's They're not going to show up and just handle their business like a man no. every day. You know, and, and, and some days the kid might be off for, for something that's totally out of your control because he didn't sleep all night because his girlfriend broke up exactly. with him. Who knows? We actually had to happen. <laughs> kid almost didn't show up to practice because his girlfriend broke up with him yeah. or whatever. I had a kid who, you know, he was like, oh, coach, I'm feeling a lot of pressure today. I got, you know, my friends coming to watch, like all this stuff where it's like, bro, like grow up. Like, I mean, like, like I was coaching a kid who's playing in front of 100,000 people. He didn't yeah. feel pressure. You're, you're, you're getting nervous. You got seven friends coming to the game. Like, figure it out. Yeah. Um, but all right, let's, <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely entertaining every day, man. No, and, I and, always say, like, I said, we should shop a series to Netflix next year. I'm saying. People, B- people got to see the stuff that goes on. B- buffoonery never dies. Yeah. Be the title because it exists it everywhere. It will Ga- make money. Gary and I talk to each other throughout the season. We'll like share stories and just talk about the craziness. Because no matter where you are, like coaching is chaos. Whether you're at Paramus Catholic, Don Bosco Prep, or Alabama, or the New York Giants, like behind the scenes, there's just chaos. There's characters <laughs> running the show. There's ridiculousness everywhere. Like you're dealing with kids everywhere except the NFL, and it's just it, it just makes for a lot of entertainment. Um, Let's talk about the kind of like the high moments and the low moments of the season so far in your mind. Uh, what what's been you know I guess the high moment of, of your season for, for you? Um, I think for us our, our second game of the year we were playing um, Pope John, and obviously the the year before prior um, they had gone five and six and Pope John really put a a beat down on them last year. They beat mm-hmm. them like forty something to seven. So we had lost our first game and you know people kind of were had a negative mindset. We weren't really sure how they were going to come out and play against Pope John. But um, actually, they came out and they responded pretty well. We, um, you know, we got a good win. I think it did a lot for us as far as just realizing, because we have a lot of sophomores who haven't played before. Yeah. So I think it did a lot for their, their confidence, just like, all right, we're, you know, we belong in this conference. Right. You know, we can play at this level. And, um, you know, so from there on, I think, you know, obviously the teams have gotten better. So, you know, we we haven't been able to get the wins. But, you know, I think just their confidence as far as, you know, we can play at this level. We mm-hmm. just got to, you know, come together and we got a lot of things to work on. But, you know, I think that for us, that was that was our high moment beating Pope John. Yeah. I think similarly for us, it's kind of been uh, a quest of, of proving to ourselves and proving to each other that we can, we, we can win this league and win a state championship. And I think they finally believe that. The high moment for us, I think I think there's it's kind of twofold. For the receivers, personally, uh, at Bosco, I would say it's week one against against Burns. Um, we were down 17-3 to midway through the third quarter and came back, you know, throwing the ball over the place to win that game. It was probably, it was the most pressure we put on the receivers uh, all year, you know, because we are like a run-first team, and they responded really well and won that game, so that was awesome. And then I think last week against the Paul Catholic, you know, they were the number one team in New Jersey in most people's polls, and, you know, most experts which obviously i use the air quotes on the people that <laughs> that define those rules yeah. but uh most people thought we'd get smoked and and i think that we were fortunate that one of their best players was hurt but we came and, and put a butt whooping on them you know running for 544 yards and eight touchdowns and 
winning by 30. That, that was certainly, you know, the high point for the team as a whole because now we're feeling like we're as good as anyone in the state and I think everyone's kind of perceiving us that way and we just got to, you know, stay humble and continue to get better. But but I think we're coming off our high point right now, which is which is which could be a gift and a curse. You know, you hope the kids don't get uh, too inflated and their egos aren't too big, but at the same time, we should be very confident heading into this game against you guys. Um, and it's a game I don't know if a lot of people know, but it's something that's been talked about at Bosco. Uh, I don't think Bosco's beaten Paramus Catholic in like seven or eight years. Um, so it's it's you know it's motivation for it's, for our it's kids. It's funny it's funny for me to be on this side, right? You know, that record used to bother me. Like, man, we need to beat PC. Now I'm like, we can't let Bosco. Yeah, beat <laughs> exactly. And for anyone who doesn't know, Gary is a is a Don Bosco alum and played yeah. played quarterback at Bosco. So I'm sure this this game is near and dear to his heart as well. <laughs> not being on the other side. Uh, what's been what's been the the low moment for you thus far? And just taking these L's, man. You know, my whole life, you know, player, um, you know, now coaching, you know, winning games is like all you dream of. You just right. want to win. You practice. You put all the time and effort into winning. And then taking these L's is tough. You know, the margin doesn't really matter. It's just losing in general. Just it, mm -hmm. it bothers me. You know, I know it bothers everybody in the program. So that's the hardest thing is, you know, people looking at, you know, everybody's, everybody's got all the answers now is you guys should be doing this better and this and that. So that, this is the low point, you know, kind of just going through these losses and, uh, you know, trying to keep morale up, trying to keep, you know, the, the, the pride and the uh, Paramus Catholic, the school spirit, all that stuff, trying to keep all that stuff up. It's been tough. But, um, you know, like I said, we're just going to keep fighting and, and just keep finishing up, trying to finish out the year strong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think for us, the low moment was the Bergen Catholic game. Um, losing 14-13 at their place. Uh, just just because of how, like, you know, we lost to Gonzaga 37-7, and that was certainly more deflating. Yeah. But because of how much the Bergen, the Bosco-Bergen rivalry means. It's a big rivalry. Right. And, like, you know, just, just looking at the seniors who, unless we see them again in the playoffs, we'll never get to play them again. And, and the emotion on people's faces when we lost and the way we lost it being such a close game. We were ahead most of the game, and we missed a lot of opportunities. Like, that was a game we looked back and we told ourselves, we lost that game. They didn't win it. Like, you know, we had these 10 opportunities to score, make stops, whatever, and we didn't make those plays. And that hurt. And I think, but at the same time, we knew Bergen was a great team. There were so many young kids so much uncertainty. It also proved to us that, hey, we're one or two plays away from beating one of the best teams in the state. We're as good as anyone. But it certainly hurt. And I think it really, it really affected the kids. And it's something the kids still haven't forgotten. And I think it still keeps them motivated uh, because of just, again, how important that rivalry is. <laughs> Um, all right, now on to the, the fun stuff. Uh, this is really the only reason why we're here is to tell some of these stories. But <laughs> let's each share. Uh, and, you know, we're trying to keep this brief. This might run over the normal 10-minute episode that we have on Coach Talk, but still trying to keep it short form and keep it brief. After the season, Gary and I will we'll get together for a Put whole – out there. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. A whole tell-all <laughs> tell all podcast. We are at everyone's dirty laundry. But let's tell our, our funniest story, funniest moment of the season that you can think of off the top of your head. Yeah, every every day something happens where it's like you can't believe it. Your jaw drops and you're like, did that really just happen? <laughs> and you just you got, you got to laugh. But I mean, the story for for me that sticks out is we're getting ready to play St. Joe's, and it seemed like everything that could go wrong did go wrong. Um, we for our pre like for our intro music, um, one of one of our assistant coaches runs up to the booth and, and plays the music on his phone, and he forgot the. The adapter to the aux cord, so we came out to no, music. <laughs> to no music. So mind you, we have like this whole thing where a guy puts a mask on and then they do a dance. So they're doing this to no music. <laughs> no music is happening. I'm watching this like, what is going on? They run onto the field, 
<laughs> and they kick, we get the ball kicked off to us, and uh, <laughs> the ref looks at it like, where football? So like, give me a football. And I'm like, I look back, like hoping somebody's gonna throw a football. Nobody's got a football for the ref. <laughs> me, I gotta call the play, so I call the, I call the play. I look back to the ref. The ref's looking at me like, like I'm an idiot. Like, where's the football? <laughs> I look over my. The footballs are on the far sideline, on the bench. Three game balls just sitting there. Nobody. I'm like, this is not gonna end up uh, well for us. And that's just that's a little right. Story. Like one thing that you just. It's like every day is something that you can just be like, wow, yeah. this needs to be on TV. Bro, I try. Crazy. I try to. I try to take notes on those things when they happen. Like, <laughs> like when the funny thing happens, I like jot down in my notebook, like just a memory, because I want to be able to remember. I want to be able to remember yeah. remember all these little things, because in the moment you'll die laughing at them. Yeah. I think for me, one of, there's been like you said, so many funny moments. We actually had an incident the first the first uh, game against Burns. The whole first half, we had we left our game balls in the office, so we had to play with like practice balls that were kind of like rainy and worn out. And so like we're down 17 to three, we're playing with crabby balls, and the balls are in the office. Yeah. The second half, we light it up with the new game <laughs> balls. But I think the funniest moment for me is at least that I thought of when I told you we were going to talk about this was uh, we got this Italian transfer student. Uh, player and he, he's a receiver, so he plays for me. And you know he's a decent player, decent athlete. Like he's a junior, doesn't not good enough to like come in and play right away, but might be you know could help down the road. Uh, but so he got here on like a Tuesday, and Thursday we're playing in a JV game, some short turnaround. Like maybe he got here on a Wednesday uh-huh. and we're playing thir- like whatever it is. It was a very very short turnaround, and so like. I didn't really coach him the first two days because I'm like busy. It was like midweek, midseason, so I'm busy yeah. trying to like win this game. He's not my priority, and so like. The day before the game, finally we break the meeting and like again I'm on like my mind's on the varsity kids and he's like, uh, coach, uh, so we have we have game tomorrow. I'm like, yeah. He goes, uh, how do you want me to run routes? Do, do I run routes like I know how to run routes? Cause cause you never taught me how to run routes. <laughs> and I'm just like, had I'm just like yeah. I'm you like I'm like you're absolutely right. I've like, never taught I've never taught you how to do anything. <laughs> And then so one of my senior receivers heard that and he took him like after practice like run routes and then we ended up all staying and like throwing extra routes for like two hours teaching him some <laughs> of the basics. But he was like, coach, coach, how do I run route? Do I run route the way the way I know how to run route? Because you never taught me how to run route. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus. It's, it's uh, we actually had like a similar story. There's a kid that transferred in and uh, it's like the... <laughs> This is it's like the middle of uh, like middle of game week and it's like a Thursday and we're going through like our walkthrough before the game on Friday and we're walking up to, we're finished practice walking back up to the locker room and the kid taps me on my shoulder and I'm like I'm like what what's up and he's like coach do you have a you got a playbook for me and I'm like <laughs> and I'm like nah man I don't and he's like well he's like I really want to play in these JV games but I have no idea what any plays <laughs> and I'm like. Yeah, you're right. You don't know anything. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, don't yeah, know. I don't know. I don't you know. Pay attention you. more. Practice. Right. Like, I'm like, sorry. Figure it out. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll try to draw something up for you, but <laughs> I'm like, wow. Like that's the, you got there too late, man. I can't right. just focus on right. it right now. Uh, it's unbelievable, man. There's so many. One day, I want to have. I want to have a podcast. I actually have it up written on this board back here, where, where we just literally share stories. Like, like take, like yeah. think of like your five best, and we, and we. There's just so many good stories and. Another like adjustment is as funny as coaching in college is. Like you know, you're around 18, 22 year olds. There's probably more humor around 15 to 18 year olds. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, more like these younger kids, the 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 buffoonery is outrageous. 
like literally everything is like yeah it's <laughs> everything it's, they do is just like why are you doing this exactly <laughs> but then it's like you think when you're a kid and it's like i'll probably be doing the same thing right now yeah it, it's funny man because like i didn't i haven't spent a lot of time thinking about like my high school years you know but now like now i'm around these kids all the time like i try to put myself in their shoes yeah. and it's so funny just thinking like about what, like stuff. something as simple as like we're, we're practicing and the girls soccer team's on the other half of the field and like it takes like the first 30 minutes of practice is like we just have to hone their attention and because they're like so yeah, out of it right they're throwing passes trying to like look over see if the girls are looking <laughs> at them it's like come on now it's like first 30 minutes is just like focus focus mm -hmm. and then we can practice mm -hmm. it's uh it's very interesting man every day every day is an adventure every day every day is a new day that's a jim panigo saying when Jim Panagos was coaching uh, Komoko Tere, who I guess we could tell a story now that Komoko is a second-round pick and a star for the Colts, but, uh -huh. but Komoko, when we were at Rutgers, he was like a kid that, that mentally struggled to understand the defensive concept sometimes. He was a freak. But an unbelievable athlete, like like unbelievable players. Obviously, he's playing for the Colts now, but uh, there would so be times like they'd install something on like Tuesday. So then you think like, all right, I just spent all day Tuesday teaching you this. On Wednesday, there's gonna be like some carryover, and you're gonna like understand and like do it. <laughs> and so like whatever it is, he's playing DN. Let's say he's supposed to like spill, you yeah. know, the the uh, a cross block, or whatever, a, a pulling guard. And you know they go all day Tuesday going over spilling the guard, spilling the guard. And then they come, and then come Wednesday, he doesn't do it. And Jim always be like, every day is a new day with this guy. <laughs> you know, there's, that's definitely uh, how it is in high school, man. That's for sure. Every yeah. day is a new day. Every day is a new day. Sure. It's 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 very interesting, but. Yeah, so that's it, man. You know, a short episode. We're looking like we're at around 17 minutes right now, which is good. Uh, but definitely wanted to get Gary on the podcast. Excited to have this little sideline hustle rivalry kind of sure. play out, come to fruition. Um, PC about to get this W. Yeah, man. We'll see. <laughs> we'll we'll see about that, man. It's gonna be a. Uh, it's gonna be fun. There's definitely it's it's cool because you know I think it means a lot to Bosco because we haven't won, beaten Pyramids Catholic in seven eight years. But I think there's a little bit extra edge knowing that in our mind like there's one of ours on the other side. Knowing that a you know a big time Bosco alum is is coaching the offense over there. We know how badly you're gonna want to beat your alma mater, and, and we obviously don't want to let that happen. So I think I think it'll be a good time. Stay tuned. Make sure you guys are you know kind of paying attention to the updates and to the game because I think it'll be it'll be worth your attention. Uh, anything you got, G? Nah, that's it, man. Just uh, stay tuned for the sideline hustle. A lot of great things coming this way. No doubt. Um, just quickly, to uh, just to recap, uh, the press release challenge is officially up on Instagram and Twitter, so send in your best press releases for a chance to win a pair of Cutter's gloves. Um, Taylor Gabriel posted uh, one of the videos I made of him on his Instagram today, so that's huge for the brand and for brand awareness. Um, but as you guys know, we're just building by the day, and you know we got to hustle because we got to eat. Yes, sir. All right, that's it. Episode 34 of Coach Talk. This is Coach Leeds and Gary Nova. Reach. Peace. Hold up, brother. Let me get this thing straight. Can't just be another random rapper with a mixtape. I just went and put another beat inside a pine box. I just went and took another trip way out to Biscay. I love Miami because they always treat me so well. They used to see me nowhere. I used to pull them by saying I run for the team. Now they running their hands through my head. They used to never want to see my town I, I, I got them coming to the east side now Where they at? In the city where I reside now When they move a little weight, let the D-line Now, running track or running back Gotta keep it moving, never running back We running the game and they running laps That's another story for another track See, from the sidelines We gotta hustle cause we gotta eat From the sidelines We got some goals that we still gotta reach yeah. Reach. Yeah.
Stop. Stop.